the Art and Industry of Business and Living podcast, discussing conscious choices around business, money, life and living and creating a greater future for you and the planet. Good morning from Mexico. Um, welcome to the Art and Industry of Business and Living. You're with Simone Millicis. And I am just about to leave Mexico. I've just been doing relationship done different class here, which was awesome with Mr. Brendan Watt. And I'm heading off to Mumbai, India. So I think I'm traveling for like 30 hours or something. <laughs> I'm not looking. I'm just getting on planes and traveling, going to do a choice of possibilities class there, which I'm super excited about. I haven't been to India in quite some time. So very excited about going to India. How does it get any better than this? So what I wanted to leave you with today is uh, I was in Colombia recently, Bogota, Colombia, and I did a money class there and it was Awesome. It's also translated into Spanish if you're ever interested in it, and you can go check it out. You can check out the full class on my website on simonemillicis.com, and what what we talk about here is how to have fun with money, and it's like, what if the purpose of money was to change people's lives? So I do give quite a few tools in here that can change your money uh, situation at the moment, whatever you're in. It's like, you know, if you want to invest more, if you want to have more fun with money, if you want to actually have more than just paying the bills, etc. I was $187,000 in debt many years ago uh, when I met Gary Douglas and Dane here and refused to use the access tools, can I say? And then eventually I went, what the hell am I doing? What if I just use these tools and see what shows up? So that's what I started to do is use the tools and see what shows up. And I created myself getting out of debt and I had a good time doing it. And there was, there's some, a lot of things in there that, well, it's a little odd because, you know, if you've been doing the same thing, you know, expecting a different result, that's Einstein's definition of insanity. So you've got to be willing to change your point of view. So listen to the class. If you'd like to buy the full class, you can go to SimoneMillicis.com. You can also join the Getting Out of Debt Joyfully uh, year-long program. So you go to gettingoutofdebtjoyfully.com forward slash 2019 or go to Amazon and just buy the book, Getting Out of Debt Joyfully. And you don't have to have a money problem to buy the book. Would you like to create more wealth in your life? And are you asking for it? So enjoy and uh, I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. So you, you tell yourself <laughs> lies in order to not receive everything that you can receive. You tell yourself lies so that you will be the same as everyone else. I mean, how many times do you, you know, go to a dinner party or there's, you know, with friends or family or something and someone starts complaining about money and, you know, moaning and bitching about it and then the next person goes, oh, I know what you're talking about, you know. I've got this, this and this. And then the next person goes, oh, tell me about it because I've got this, you know. What I want you to do is the next time that occurs, no matter what your financial situation is, what I want you to do is go, really? Oh, I'm having so much fun with money. I'm having a ball. It's like I've got so much money coming in. It's awesome. And watch their faces because that's not what you're supposed to do. You're not supposed to have fun with money. You're not supposed to have lots of it. You're not supposed to be receiving it from, you know, left, right and centre. So you'll know if you're lying to yourself about it, okay, with the 10% account or anything. You don't have to do the 10% account. And if you've created something that works for you, do it. And if there's something that you can create that's greater, then choose that. <coughs> what I ask is step outside your comfort zone. Because how many of you have decided you're comfortable, like maybe having debt, or you're comfortable just making enough to pay the bills, 
or you're comfortable having just a little bit more money than the rest of your family and friends. It's like, what if you could step outside of that? All of those. What would you choose? Because this is a friggin' amazing planet and there's so many amazing places to go, people to meet and things to do and things for you to choose. And it's like, and how much are you limiting yourself by the money that you are refusing to receive? And everything at that is times a godzillion where you destroy and uncreate it. Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pot all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. And don't let anyone else make you wrong. Please follow the energy on what it is you would like to choose. Like you were saying investments, okay? For years I had this, you know, like in the back of my head, just like, you know, real estate, real estate. And then everyone has a point of view about real estate or everyone has a point of view about the business that I start or everyone has a point of view about this. And then you start to buy into everyone else's point of view rather than ask, what do I know about this? So what do you know about making money and creating money that you've been refusing to acknowledge because nobody else is acknowledging it? And if you did acknowledge it, would show up as an abundance of cash flow. And everything at that is times a godzillion where you destroy and uncreate it. Right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pot on, I shorts, boys and beyonds, and be like, show me the yeah, show me the money. <laughs> I used to do that because I used to try and practice receiving money because I was crap at it, you know, and because I had decided this is the things I did. Creating no money, right? And I wanted to create a business that changed the world, but I didn't, want, I didn't ask for money and I said, it's not about the money. I would say that to everyone. It's not about the money. I don't need the money. And then I'd be like, God, this is really hard creating this with no money. What if I actually started to ask for money? So phase two was, okay, I'm asking for money to show up, but I'm going to do good things with it. Because that was my justification for receiving money. I will do good with it. And then I was like, fuck, this doesn't, isn't really that much fun either. All right, what about this one over here? What if I just asked for money to show up and I created whatever I wanted to around the world and I just had a hell of a lot of fun with a shitload of money? Yeah, that's better. So everything it doesn't allow you to go skip from one and two and just go straight to three, where you destroy and uncreate it, right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pot all nine shorts, boys and beyonds, and all the judgments and decisions and limitations and computations that that brought up in your world, that that is not allowed, where you destroy and uncreate it, right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pot all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. It's like, what if the purpose of money was to have fun? And what if the purpose of money was to change people's lives? And not from like, you must help out the starving or help. I'm talking like, you know, when something costs a hundred bucks, it's like pay someone 200 just to, just to blow their mind away. Why not? Give someone money who's, who's got more money than you. Why not? What if it was to change people's paradigms? What would you create? Everything at that is right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pot all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. Cool, you're so welcome. Any other questions? Yes. Hello. Hello. <laughs> um, I love the way you all secretly speak English. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Simon. Hi. I'm very grateful to have you here Thank and to you. be here. Um, I'm doing with you the Getting Out of the Dead, uh, which is... The year-long program? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Great. Thank you. You're welcome. And uh, I was having all my life all the same thing with uh, the money as my mom then I realized uh, so creating money from the dead so it was easy for me to create money but from the dead no creating a debt so the always be in debt 
yet yeah. still create money. Exactly. But always remain in yeah. debt. Yeah, exactly. And I know that very well. <laughs> I've done that, yes. <laughs> um, from, from you, I took the tools and I really uh, first or... I tried twice and I couldn't uh, save the 10% and then I did it. And really it changed. The first three months were really horrible. Yeah, <laughs> All the things, you know. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then it, it started to work and then I was very happy because I was... Um, well, the, the fact is I'm here because of that. Because uh, that was not too far away. So the um, thing is... From the third call uh, from the program, one deb appears from the nothing. Like, I didn't have that in Surprise! my mind. Hey, hello. <laughs> and it's a number. Because I had a um, shop in Spain. I was living in Spain. I closed my own shop. Uh, but suddenly, for five years later, uh, a deb from the taxes that someone didn't, like the person who was taking care of my bills and blah, 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 didn't did that job, and suddenly comes up this debt on my, under my name. So, and then the first reaction for, was, wow, no, the same as before. And then I say, well, this is a good opportunity to me to, <laughs> to see that I can do it, no problem. Also, I thought, okay, I'm not there anymore. I'm not in Spain, so I can say, oh, fuck them. So, but I remember what you say that um, imagine you in five or ten years with that energy that saying no to the debt or really taking care of that because it's under my name. I don't know if one day I want to go back to Spain or whatever. Uh, the question I want to ask is, it's a thing that it comes just after this, the call. Yeah. Uh, is it that I'm creating again the so, mummy thing or yeah. not? So, so when I realized, when I, and you would have heard this, when I got out of debt and like one day I was sitting there and I, you know, because I was very aware of my finances after that. My father taught me to read the profit and loss statement, even though I hated it, but he was like, Simone, if you're going to create a business, you need to be able to read the profit and loss. And when I was in my office and I realised that I was out of debt, and I was so disappointed because I was like, that's it? Seriously? I have money? And it's just like this? This is boring? And I really was like, why isn't someone walking in here with a bottle of champagne or there's a marching band or fireworks or something? People should be celebrating that I now got out of debt. It's like this big thing. And I realized that I was like, this is boring. Because I wasn't like so many people I see use a lack of money to create. Like how many of you use no money as the source of creation? And everything that that is, times a godzillion, we destroy and uncreate it. Right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pot all night, shorts, boys and beyonds. And because I was making the demand that I really look at my finances, I realized that it took me only two weeks and I was back in debt. And then I went, oh shit. And I was like, okay, so what do I love about being in debt? And I realized it was so familiar to me. I knew it, I knew the energy of it, I knew how to create to get out of it and it was like, you know, like a magician, like, look, hey, yeah, I got out of debt again, you know, or I paid this bill, how amazing am I? Rather than, if you look at the energy of having so much money in your bank account, like what's an amount of money that you could have in your bank account that you've decided is not possible, right? Whatever that is for you, 
Get that figure. Now I want you to have a look at, that is now in your bank account. And what are you going to create tomorrow? Or have you decided to be like, oh, I'll just lay back and lie in the sun and go swimming and drink cocktails by the pool? And it's like, because there's so many points of view that you would not do what you are currently doing if you had a lot of money. So I think that is times a gazillion where you destroy and uncreate it. Right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pot, all nine, shorts, boys and beyond. So did you create that surprise debt to prove that you could get out of it again, to prove how amazing you are, to prove how uh, limited you are, to, like, what did you create that to prove? That, what's that? Yeah, what I uh, perceive is that uh, I created to show myself that I can do this and a lot See, of more. I can do it again. Exactly. No, 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 do it again. So, so, so You can get out of it. Yeah. Yes. And uh, so what easily So you never now. had to prove to yourself again that you can get out of debt? Sorry? I love it. Again? <laughs> I love it when someone doesn't hear or it sounds like I'm speaking another language, which I am to you. Um, that usually got your item. What if you made the demand that you never, ever have to prove to yourself again oh, yes. that you can get I out of really debt? really would like to. Really? <laughs> yes. Sure? Sure, sure, sure. Really? Yes. Sure. Wait, wait, just one more time. No! Really? No, no, okay, really. so everything that is time to go zoom where you destroy and uncreate it. Yes, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pot, all night, shorts, boys and beyonds. So what if you never had to prove anything to anyone about money? What if you didn't have to prove how you receive it, that you receive it? And I mean, my mum always used to say to me, oh, you're so lucky, things just show up. And I was like, it's not luck. It's like, I create it. It's yeah. like, you know, I, I had three jobs or I was out here doing this or I did that, you know, it's like I created it. So everywhere that you haven't been acknowledged for what you have currently created and you're waiting for someone to come along and acknowledge you, will you please destroy and uncreate that? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pot all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. And what if you never had to prove anything to anyone again, including yourself? What if today you started actually, see, actually acknowledging and seeing the greatness of you and what you can create and have and be? And everything at that is times a godzillion. Right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pot all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. It's a hell of a lot easier. And whatever you want, whatever you do, don't ask for ease to show up. Okay? Make it hard. Especially because the countries that you chose to be born in. It's like, make it hard. Make it, you know, distraught. And it's like, you've got to have this success story. And everything at that is, times a godzillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pot all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. It's funny though, it's like a lot of the countries that you guys were born in have this, have different stories, Okay? But Mark, myself and Sarah were all born in Australia and, you know, it's beautiful country, beaches, blah, blah, blah. But we lock ourselves up just as much by, like, one of the slogans in Australia is beautiful one day, perfect the next, or that, you know, oh, no worries, she'll be right. Like, no one seems to strive for something greater because they've decided what they have, which is pretty much based on the weather, is good enough. So where have you decided that your life is good enough because of the country that you chose to live in or the family you chose to live with rather than us to be exceptional and us to be phenomenal. <laughs> Would you be willing to have a phenomenal life? Yes. One that nobody else has because it's yours. And everything at that is times a godzillion we destroy and uncreate it. Yes, yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pot all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. So I want to talk about the two other tools that I used to start to change my money stuff is and increase more. One, this is probably going to bring up a lot of crap for you guys, is 
I carried an amount of money around with me that I perceived a wealthy person would carry. <laughs> so for me, it was $1,000. And I carried it in a few different currencies because I traveled and I was like, this represents me. So I'd have US dollars, New Zealand, Australian, and Canadian at that time. And I always, in a little purse, I carried $1,000 around with me. And then I also added a gold bullion. So at that stage, it was worth about $1,500. So I had equivalent to $2,500 on me at all times in my handbag. Okay? And I was on um, major TV in Australia not long ago talking about this. And my mum went, oh, God, I wish you didn't tell anyone about that. And I was like... (laughs) What's the worst thing that's going to happen, Mum? You know, really. And it's like, and the thing is, so many people go to, but if I carry an amount of money around with me like that, it's going to be taken, it's going to be stolen, I'll be mugged, I'll be blah, blah, blah. And that's what I mean. Growing up in a lot of the countries you grew up in, it's a real thing. So what? What if the money was taken? What if you played with the energy of what would occur? What if it was never taken? What if you were always aware of the money you had on you? Because can I tell you, if you've got money in your purse like that, you know where your purse is. And what it created for me was I always had money. So I never spent it. And it's like, but I always had money. So you're never somewhere going, shit, how am I going to pay for this taxi? Or what am I going to do with this? You always had money on you. So again, it's like, this is a tool that changed a lot for me because I always had money. I felt really abundant. It's like, you know, you see something, you could buy it. You know, it's like, what would you like? I didn't spend that money though, but there was an energy of like, oh, I can have this. I can, you know, this, I can receive this. And then the third tool that I used is I knew I needed to change my point of view around money. Because I don't know about you guys, but growing up for me, you know, around the dinner table, my father was very good at business. My brother studied business. (coughs) I liked business. So we like to talk about business and money. And my mum was like, you don't talk about business and money at the dinner table. And I was like, seriously? It's like, you know, we're really interested in this, but no, you're allowed to talk about the kid down the road who just won something in a swimming carnival. And I'm like, that is so boring. But we were not allowed to talk about business and money. That's how I grew up, okay? So with my son now, it's like he asked me a question about money. I give him the information. So how were you brought up with money that then you, you, then you create that as your reality with money, but it's not. So I realized there were so many different points of view I had about money that weren't even mine. So even ask, if something comes up, anything that comes up about money, ask, oh, is this my point of view or somebody else's? So what I would ask is if I was choosing my financial reality in regards to this, what would I choose? Okay? And then what I did with that too is I had on a little sticky note in my mirror in my bathroom and at night, every time before I went to bed, I would write pock and pod, which is, you know, short for the statement, pock and pod everywhere that I have uninvited money today. Because the thing is we ask for more money to show up and then we're so quick to dismiss it. And then my, say you want to go, I don't know, you want to go to an access class somewhere. You want to go to the next seven day event in Costa Rica. Okay, you're asking for more money to show up. Okay, you keep asking for it. You keep creating things, using tools, asking questions. And then you want to go to the seven-day event in Costa Rica and then you find yourself going, oh, but I can never afford to get there. Bam, you've just uninvited money, okay? And you do it so quickly. You might go to a restaurant and see, you know, someone drinking a really, you know, expensive glass of champagne and you go, ah, I'd love to have that champagne. You go, oh, I can't afford it. You just uninvited money. 
Now, I'm not saying you have to go buy the ticket to Costa Rica or you have to order the champagne, but instead, what if you changed your point of view and went, oh, you know what? I'd love to go to Costa Rica. What would it take for me to create the money? I'd love to be able to drink that champagne every day. What would it take for me to be able to create the money to have that and receive that? It's a question, okay? So if you keep going to question about more money showing up, it will show up. But the second you go to, I can't do that, I can't afford it, it's like, or you go to the doubt, you've just uninvited money. So what I did at night, every night, with a little sticky note in my mirror, brushing my teeth, and I would write this note saying, pock and pod everywhere that I have uninvited money today. Now, I didn't have to go into judgment of me and find out all those places, you know, gosh, you've been so bad today, Simone. <laughs> been at least 30 places, you uninvited money. It's not about that. It's just brush teeth, pock and pot everywhere that I've uninvited money today, right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pot all night, shorts, boys and beyonds, and then tomorrow, wake up, new day. Okay? But you've got to get that your point of view is one of your greatest potencies. So if your point of view is you can't afford it, what are you going to create? You can't afford it. Your point of view is that you are only going to make just enough money to pay the bills, that's what you're going to create. If your point of view is, what would it take for so much money for me to have too much money and never enough? What would it take for me to have so much money I have no idea what to spend it on? And see, some of you are smiling. So, and if that's your greatest potency, that's what you'll end up creating. So I think mean, that is times a godzillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pot all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. And every single one of you who are sitting here now or at home on Audio Live that are going, okay, Simone's talking to every single person in the room except for me, because everyone else can do that, but I can't. Will you please just join and create that point of view? Because that's your greatest potency. Right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pot all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. One of my favourite stories to tell is uh, from Mexico, the um, dog whisperer. Cesar Milan. Cesar Milan, thank you. Everyone knows Cesar Milan, right? Dog Whisperer. TV shows all around the world. It's translated into many different languages. Is he successful? Massive? Do you know how he got to America? He was a wetback. Now, wouldn't that be a projection that if you're a wetback going from Mexico to the US, that you have no hope? He didn't do that. He went, fuck that. He went, I'm going to do this. And now he's known worldwide. So what reason and justification are you currently using to not choose what you could be choosing? Wow. Everything of that is times a godzilla where you destroy and uncreate it. Right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pot all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. <laughs> well, how many reasons and justifications have you come up with? And the reason and justification is you will tell yourself, well, I can't do it because of this or I can't do it because of that. I mean, how many of you have done it because of where you were born? It's like the family that you have, that you have kids, you're married, you're not married, you're, you know, the job you have, the education you have or the education you don't have, the money you have in your bank account or the money you don't have in your bank account or the way you look or you're a female or you're a male or you're too young or you're too old or, you know, whatever the fuck that is. What reason, all the reasons and justifications you have come up with for not creating your life as you could actually have it we destroy and uncreate it. Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pot all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. There is no reason and justification, there's just choice. Wow. And you get to choose. So what would you like to choose? Yes. Hola. Hola. El año pasado, last year, eh, elegí comprar una casa. I choose to buy a house. 
Use las herramientas, las preguntas. I use the tools and the questions. Y eh, um, llegó una oferta. And it came an offer. Donde me regalaron el, un, bo, un bono. Where they give me a bonus. Money bonus. De un 10% para el pie de la vivienda. A ten, uh, 10% to the down payment. Uh, y decidí comp eh, comprar otro más. So I choose to buy another one. En paralelo con dos bancos. En paralelo with two payments. Con dos bancos. bancos. Uh, with con, two banks, sorry. Sí, con crédito hipotecario. Oh, with two different banks. With two different banks. Yeah. With credit. Bancos. Yeah, bancos. Yeah. <laughs> yes. uh -huh. Hey. <laughs> you see, you see. Translate uh -huh. <laughs> you can go home. No. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> eh, ¿Todo bien? ¿Me entregaron los departament dos departamentos? All good, so I received two apartments. Y después de un mes, And after a month, me despidieron del trabajo. They fired me from my work. Luego de eso, renté un departamento. And after that, I rent an apartment. Pero el otro, no hay caso que logre recibir dinero y se pueda pagar. And the other one, I couldn't rent it, and there's no way I can receive money to continue pay it, paying it. Okay, so one thing that you need to look at is the, if, if the wording is correct, there's no way for you to receive money to pay it. That's a fixed point of view. What if instead you asked, okay, so what would it take for me to receive money to pay this off? What if you asked someone to, you know, buy the apartment with you? And it's like, how, you know, share it with someone or, you know, ask for someone to show up who's going to rent it or, uh, like, ask more questions. But if you have that point of view that there's no way that this can occur, then that is what you'll create, okay? And also, if you're going to invest in anything, in anything, you've got to be willing to lose money. You've got to be willing to lose it. Don't invest to go, oh, this will make me money. This could make you money. Like, I do a lot of share trading as well. And I go through phases, and it's like I ended up buying a house on the uh, river in Queensland with Gary and Dane and Brendan, what? And uh, I bought that from shares, from starting from 500 bucks of buying shares. But ask questions of, of what it would take to create more. So you've got to be willing, anytime you invest in something, be willing to lose your money. We've actually got a, prop, a piece of uh, land at the moment, Brendan and myself, and we were in a uh, relationship for eight years, this guy. And then we decided to break our relationship up. So we're going through all the finances and looking at that. And one piece of property, we went, let's sell it. And we might have to sell it at a loss, but we're like, eh, it's going to create more anyway by selling it. Let's just do it. So it's like, you've always got to be in question about everything that you are creating. And, and also one of my favorite questions in Access is how did I create this? So when you brought the two apartments, it's like, what did you know? Did you already decide it wasn't going to work? Or did you decide it was going to work? Or what do you know? What did you know that you've been refusing to acknowledge that you knew? And that's one of the greatest gifts. If you're actually willing to acknowledge what you know, and everything at that is, times a gazillion, where you destroy and uncreate it. See, what if I Right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Because in truth, I mean, it's like, okay, so I've got these two apartments, one's working out, one's not. All right, so what else, what else is possible? What can I do here? You know, sometimes you invest in stuff and it doesn't work out. 
I've lost a lot of money in some companies and I've made a lot of money in some companies that I've had. I've invested in different things, even in a friggin' racehorse in Australia. That's, and everyone said to me, been there, done that, don't do a racehorse. I did a racehorse, it cost a fortune. <laughs> I was like, that'll be fun, you know? And it's like, whatever. And it's like, so what if you were never wrong for the choices that you chose and then now what can you choose? What's available for you to choose without going to the, the limitation, the definition of what you've decided? Okay? And everything at that is times of Godzillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pot, all nine shorts, boys and meals. And like I said before, everything has energy. All the molecules in the world, like, they have consciousness, okay? So ask the apartment, okay, you know what? What can you contribute to me? What can you show me? What possibilities are available with this that I've not yet asked for? Because there's always more possibilities available, always. But we refuse to ask the questions that allow them to show up. Yo he hecho preguntas. Um, I made questions. Sí, y es como que no recibiera, es como que no estuviera dispuesta a recibir el mensaje del I negocio. Make, I make questions, but sometimes I don't receive or maybe I'm not willing to receive any energy or any information. Well, you've got to know that when you ask questions, it doesn't show up the way you think it's going to show up. Like asking a question doesn't mean you get an answer, okay? Everywhere that you guys have decided that if you ask a question, the answer's going to show up. Destroy and uncreate it. Right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Sometimes you ask a question and there's a different energy available and it might not be today. And how many future possibilities have you destroyed because something different didn't show up in the time span you control freaks have decided it should. <laughs> and everything at that is times a godzillion where you destroy and uncreate it. Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pot, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. Like again, you ask for something and then you go, well, it hasn't shown up. So that didn't work. See, see, I, you know, and then you can sit in judgment of yourself rather than going, all right, so just keep, like, keep living your life, keep moving forward and then ask what other possibilities are available and things will show up and they show up the way they show up. You know what, sometimes the universe is out there wanting, desiring to help you and it's like opening all these doors up and you're slamming them shut because they didn't show up in time. And just when you quit, the universe goes, I was just about to hand you this whole thing over here. And you're like, nope, not doing that because it would be too out of the box. It would be too different. So what if there's already something that is available with this apartment or with both apartments that you've been unwilling to acknowledge because you've already decided that it's not going to work based on losing your job. It's not linear, okay? So everything at that is times a godzilla where you destroy and uncreate it. Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Gracias. Danara. <laughs> you know how I learnt that? from watching Dora the Explorer, <laughs> my niece. <laughs> yep. <laughs>